Welcome to Extra Points with your host, Cousin Sal, and his pals, Dave Damashek and Charlotte Wilder. All right, welcome to Extra Points, part of the Extra Points Podcast Network. Cousin Sal here with his good, good pals, Dave Damashek and Charlotte Wilder. Coming to you Wednesday, January 6th. You know what? I think, I don't know, one, one, two more days before you can't say Happy New Year to people. I think, is it different in person than it is in email? I'm good. I think after you can January go till 2nd. February. No. Oh, come on. Too late. Yeah. Really? Me? I mean, you could also tell me it was October 30th, and I'd be like, okay. It's not, Charlotte. I mean, well, you have I have a, no you have idea. A, like, well, January look on your phone. It'll be on your phone, on your computer, every, all these My things. My phone says June 8th. So oh, wow. Interesting. One thing that I that is not negotiable for me, as I say, yeah. I am not a pre-Christmas Scrooge about when you want to start playing the music, play mm. it. You know, if you want to start in October, that's your business. I'm not going to get in your way. Um, however, but uh, by Sunday night past, as soon as the last Sunday night after New Year's comes and goes, you cannot air any commercials that are Christmas themed. You oh, need yeah. to take your tree down, get your mm. lights down. It's worth when I see a company do an ad that has some Christmas flavor to it. I resent it more than I'm sure Browns fans do after the Browns are out of the playoffs and Baker Mayfield is still doing the interest. So those I don't are, see those, the Christmas ads that much. I don't I don't see them. The lights are tough. It's a physical. It's hard to get. Uh, well, I because I can't do it myself. We have to hire somebody. So in the yeah. in the Northeast, though, it's so dark still that the lights are kind of nice. I don't mind. I don't oh, mind really? the lights. Yeah, yeah. Otherwise, it's just like God. This is just Depression well, City. Speaking of Depression City, we asked for New York, uh, New Year's resolutions for us from our listeners. Uh, we said they could email us at the Extra Points Gang at Gmail dot com. I didn't see any that were even worth reading. I mean, some were like. Talk less, talk more, pick more winners, win your parlay more. Some said we should meet in person. Sure, of course, for the new year. That would be nice uh, if everyone met in person. But um, I got to tell you, I'm going on my own. I'm taking my own resolution. Um, it's two-part, and it has to do with texting. You guys on a lot of text chains? Mm -hmm. You guys on chains, right? Um, do you check if somebody, if you say something funny in a text chain, and then, you know, you see a ha-ha, or an exclamation point or a thumbs up. Do you then go and check to see who thumbs up you or ha ha you or exclamation yes. point? You do. Dave, yes. do you? Um, not on text properly. I definitely do that on social media more to see who, who are the okay. people liking it. Yes. I'm gonna stop looking. I'm gonna Ooh. stop. I think it's I think it's very sad to check, like, okay, wait, wait, who gave me the ha ha here? Oh, was it Jimmy or was it Daniel? Oh, it was only Daniel. All right. All right. I, I I don't know. I don't know what it buys us. And I know the, the whole thing, social media and everything is like uh, based on getting uh, affirmation. But I, I'm cutting that part out of it now. But, the second so part, only on yeah. text change, you're not like not. I on think so. Media. I think okay. I waste a lot of time going through and oh, clicking. Okay. And sometimes I click it and I'm almost going to almost going to uh, give a, a thumbs up to myself. And I'm like, oh, boy, oh, boy, I yeah, hope right, I don't right. click that wrong. Like, it's it's really, dangerous. Uh, yeah, just let it go. It's fine. You have friends. You, they love you or they don't, whatever. The second part is um, I am going to supply a question mark to a lot of people's texts. Uh, because I think it's... it's um, that is diabolical. Yes. That is the most sound <laughs> resolution I've ever... I'm going to fuck with biscuits my language. Beep that like, out, too. Yeah. <laughs> It's like, uh, hey, I'm picking up dinner at seven. Question mark? What? What could be up in the air about that? I'm telling you, I'm picking up dinner at seven. 
Yeah, I think I'm just going to keep doing it. Um, I think it's worse. I think it's more insulting than a thumbs down even. I get thumbs yeah, down from people Yeah, it makes people nervous. It's yeah, mean. Exactly. I, Wait, really? I have to explain myself? What? Uh, so question I, marks uh, galore if you get I it. like I like you, Sal, and that's why I'm going to tell you this. I think that's a, a, a fun um, scoundrel move. Yes. But the only thing I worry about for you is that you're really putting it on yourself. It's the same as like a well-intentioned mother. I've talked to Brandon Cooks about this as a for instance. Mm. I like let's let's differentiate you, Brandon, just enough. We're not going to spell it with the standard O at the end. Mm. We're going to put an I in there. And it's like, oh, see, now you're unique, except that now Brandon has spent, you know, an inordinate number of seconds. Now of he has to stay 20- with it. Well now, well, now he's always got to explain, no, no, it's not with an O, it's with right. an I. And add up all those conversations over the course of a lifetime. That's like 25, 30 minutes worth of life. I get that he's it, but I'm saving time. That. I'm saving time because I'm now not going back and checking to see who thumbs up me. I, what does Brandon okay. Cook's I, I name have to do with question marks on text messages? Because then he's gonna, because now he's going to get a follow-up from oh, whoever okay. question marked him. Like, why did you just ask, why, question mark what? Like, oh, it. it was this. And then, well, and then he's going to have extra back and forth. That's going to consume precious See? seconds that you have on the big blue marble here. But so. I have that in the budget now because I'm not going oh, okay, back. Good. And by the way, ironically, Charlotte <laughs> just question marked your follow up to my point. So that's good. I did. Question mark. We need answers. That's the thing. Circle right, complete. Um, <laughs> I do you think know how nervous it's going to make me when I when you ask me for my parlay <laughs> choice and you when, and, and I tell you, you and you respond to question the question mark? mark. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I'm like I'm taking the over on Colts Bills and you're like question mark. <laughs> you know, <laughs> it's my LOL. I guess you know, right? I don't know. What's the difference? Hey, uh, I guess there, there is sports going on there, aside from texting and text preferences. Devontae Smith is the winner of the 2020 Heisman Trophy Award. Um, wide receiver, stellar numbers, receptions, receiving yards, touchdowns, number one in all the land. He beat out Kyle Trask. He beat out Mac Jones. He beat out, who am I thinking? Oh, Trevor Lawrence. Trevor Lawrence, who ended up second in votes, which means had he played one more game, I think he would have won the award. But uh, it wasn't the case. Devontae Smith wins. Um, I get into a crazy argument. First of all, should a receiver, Dave, I feel like you have a strong opinion on this, be eligible for the Heisman Trophy Award. Certainly, yeah. When you put up okay. gargantuan numbers, yeah, of course he he should be able to win the Heisman Trophy. But yes, proceed with your line of questioning. Well, no, though, so with that said, if you think that he is eligible, and I think he is, if you're number one in those major stats categories, what more can you do going into a season? Say, hey, I want to be the number one wide receiver. I want to dwarf all the other wide receiver numbers. Okay, if I do that, will I win the Heisman Trophy? Sure, go ahead. Go ahead and do it. Well, he did it. And uh, and there's a lot of uh, chatter about how only a quarterback should win this because there are fewer quarterbacks. Uh, quarterback is in, uh, receiver isn't anything without the quarterback. I know, you roll your eyes. I go at it with Clay Travis. He said so many more horrible things than this, but this is the kind of thing I was like. And then secondly, he says, well, if you compare his, rece- uh, his receiving numbers with this guy, uh, Jalen Waddell, who might now play in the championship game, they were neck and neck, or Waddell's was a little better before Waddell got hurt. Um, so he should not be out. I'm like, really? Now we have to look back at everybody, how they got to where they are? Lou Gehrig should not be in the Hall of Fame because yeah, Tip got injured? Take away uh, Kurt Warner's MVP and Hall of Fame jacket, uh, 99 on, because Trent Green's knee got, because yeah. it wouldn't happen if... 
uh, of the all the asinine it. takes and, and this one isn't dangerous so it's good but uh uh justin herbert should not win offensive rookie of the year because uh ty taylor was was uh on track to be the starting quarterback what did, where does this end you just have to go back that's and the forth. most stupid that's so that's like so dumb it makes me angry first Thank of you. all it's not called the quarterback award called the Heisman. So if right. you're the best at what you do, and if you're setting records at Alabama, I'm sorry, right. like it's the best of the best. He he had that iconic catch in 2018. He like there's history here. I don't see how like, he had the best suit. I mean, come on. Like I don't <laughs> that think factors that in. Yeah. I hate when people say, oh, oh, it makes me so angry when people say like, oh, well, you know, a wide receiver shouldn't win it. Then then call it something else. Call it the quarterback award yeah. because what are we? It's like it's like saying a running back like Derrick Henry should never win MVP. Like, okay, well then call it the quarterback. Oh, yeah. Like, what are we doing? What are we doing? Well, this is a three on the scale of the infuriating takes that I have to deal with with that uh, individual. But in fact, I, I, I would, know, if, but in terms of strictly sports things right yes. now, that really grinds my gears. In strictly sports gears, if he had texted it to me, I'd I'd hit him with seven question marks. I think because <laughs> I don't really understand it at all. But yes, a, a wide receiver should be allowed to win for God's sake. Of course. Sakes. Well, I, I I don't I I legitimately do not follow the logic that yeah. as you just portrayed it. At least I didn't understand what what, what the argument would be against it, but. Um, it does remind me as an old, the th as soon as they announced wide receiver, you knew that uh, it was likely that uh, Devontae was going to win the award. But as soon as he did, it reminded me of 1987 when it, it really bridges the gap from um, one era of media into this one, which is when we were growing up, Sal and, and Charlotte, you complete and Eddie Spaghetti and uh, Joel and Jim, you guys completely missed this window of. Like you used to only see highlights of guys. If the, if it wasn't on your TV in the moment, yeah. you just flat out didn't see what these guys looked like. And so Notre Dame kind of guys won an inordinate number of awards because they were on TV more and mm -hmm. you would see their highlights. And Tim Brown returned. He happened to return two punts for touchdowns against Michigan State one night early in the season. Mm -hmm. He had no business winning the Heisman Trophy. That is a vexing wide receiver award but it did remind me of how different things have been have changed how much they've changed in 30 years now since we started watching sports we now have all the evidence in the world to to, to weigh in on this i i, I just yeah. found that interesting but as as a side note this heisman six games worth whatever of evidence it the other thing it reminds me of the heisman still has a lure because of the cool trophy in the name and it's weird that we debate and have debated for 17 weeks now who's the NFL MVP and everything else, but it has a little less luster because mm. it has no name. We must resolve to 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 name and uh, and create the right trophy for a legend of pro football because then it'll have some it'll have some more heft to it. You if mean it, for it, the MVP? The MVP? The, yes, the Lombardi? Is I feel the, like the. Right. Yeah. I feel like though, no matter what you do, the Heisman is always going to have more because it has more it it has more bearing on their future in a significant way. I feel like that you know MVP is like a nice feather in your cap if you're already in the NFL, but the Heisman can really raise your draft stock. It 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 feels like in a league right. where they're not compensated, this is sort of the biggest honor you can get. You know, but I mean, I'm not against naming it. I just think that it might not just be the name. Yeah. Well, well, I don't so think it's predictive of anything as uh, as uh, as Jason White hovering over Chris Fowler's shoulder uh, for an hour proves and Eric <laughs> Crouch and otherwise. But, yeah, I mean, I, I hear what you're saying. I just I'm talking more about the most popular sport in North America and the best player 
in that sport, and he just gets like, yeah, he's the MVP, and you couldn't tell me who won the MVP five years ago, but you could tell me who won the Heisman five years ago because it has a cool trophy mm-hmm. that goes with it. We need to come up with a cool trophy and a cool name for it. Well, That's if, if someone's just going to put it in their car and and uh, and just leave it for a lot, you know, mm-hmm. but why come up with a, go through the trouble of putting a good name on it and everything? But I, I know what you're saying. Know. You know what I think the MVP trophy should be for the NFL? It should be just a surfer guy going like, throwing up the hang 10 because like yeah. that's a cool that's a cool thing like how funny would it be if you win the mvp and you're just holding like a guy in sunglasses a bronze like guy in board shorts and bad. sunglasses that's and good. he's just like congrats you're the MVP. no it's not a it's not a guy it's charlotte wilder from now yeah, on that's the trophy. charlotte wilder I'm the yeah. guy. <laughs> maybe your hair is in a bun or something yeah yeah we'll well no like, no if you, it's it, the, the bronze it's just like flowing <laughs> that's right i guess that makes sense yeah a spicoli kind of thing uh, yeah. yeah, well, if you have any ideas on this, the extra points gang at gmail.com, uh, hit us up with your idea for MVP in the NFL. If we give it a name, we give it a, a, a shape or something. Yes, I, I agree with Dave. Um, I thought I knew the answer to this once. John Heisman was not the first to win the MVP college award, right? As it Jay was Burwanger. There you wow. go. Okay. And it was year, you know, because this Heisman. I think he uh, went to University of Chicago or some uh, football powerhouse like that. So it's interesting. There's a Naismith Award for the guy who invented basketball. Heisman, you would think uh, it would be because of the first uh, winner of this award. Could you just name the MVP for the NFL for the first player to win it? You could. Uh, Let me look that up. Yeah. No, good. Red, you guys could, Red yeah. Grange, Sammy Baugh. See, that's what we need right. to get away from. I know that this is one of my things of, of like, who cares what happened in 1947 in pro football when it didn't matter. But there's already a Unitas Award, so you can't do that. And uh, I mean, Jim could, Brown seems to have won it first time. It says disputed award winners. I don't know. I mean, that, this is like an Associated Press Award, right? Let's call it the, the Superstar MVP. Award. Well, that's pretty good. Superstar Surfer Award. Yeah. <laughs> Jim Brown won a couple of times. <laughs> Shared it one year. Then, yes, Dave Unitas. And then the well, AP I, uh, well, it was Paul Hornig was the first. Call it the Lozman Award. I, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Set the set the bar real low. Yeah, That's and good. anything above that, you feel good about yourself. The um, Yeah, I've asked a bunch of pro football players this question, and, in, and a crazy amount of them say it should be Ray Lewis, which then makes me wow. lose my, which then kind of makes me lose my interest in it. <laughs> um, when, when they keep saying Ray Lewis, I'm like, I don't Question think- mark. Yeah, I, <laughs> I feel like really. Or, okay. I don't think Raj. I don't think Raj is going to embrace that one. But then again, I don't know. But yes, the Peyton, the Favre, the Rogers. Yeah. You know, yeah. like, the, like the, these guys. Because again, another thing is, like, I think Joe Montana already has an award named after him. That's the other thing is you can't. It's got to be somebody. I'm pretty sure I forget what it is, but I think he doesn't like the Marina. You know, it's, it, it likely is a QB. It's, uh, Let's just call it the OJ and move on. Um, Perfect. You beat me to the jokes. So. Yeah, you get a bronze Bronco. <laughs> Everybody wins. Uh, with that, the Orenthal, the 2023 Orenthal goes to yeah. <laughs> uh, Bama eight and a half over Ohio State, 74 and a half. That number's gone up now. It was seven, seven and a half. Now eight and a half. There's COVID concerns on Ohio State side. Um, there's talk about moving this game. They could move it. It doesn't really matter. It's the last game, right? Um, it's scheduled for this Monday. But moving it means that Jalen Waddle will probably, will definitely start if they moved it like a week. But it also might save Justin Fields, who has rib injuries, uh, um, not unlike uh, Drew Brees. So 
Interesting. You see what Nick Saban's daughter tweeted about that? Yeah, she's going crazy about this. Yeah, she was like, oh, using COVID to cover, to give your quarterback time to heal when Waddle was out for us all season. And and then she got dunked on so hard that she not only deleted the tweet, she deleted her entire Twitter account. She's out? Wow. (laughs) She got a lot of question marks, huh? That's oh it. My God. Well, really she's not careful. She, we won't use her as the model on the surfboard at the MVP. She was award. also she was also sued by. And I forgot about this. I saw this this morning in 2014. She got into a fight with her ex best friend sorority sister, and it got physical. And she got sued, and a judge threw it out because he said it was a defend your ground, stand, oh, really? stand your ground. Yeah. What she's, state? She was this? seems like a little bit of oh uh, Alabama. Yeah. yeah, that sounds right. Uh, Oh, and she won the fight, right? I think I heard this too. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, all anyway, right. that was my fun little rabbit hole. This <laughs> awesome. Give me, by the way, give me uh, Bama minus eight and a half. That feels a little low. And the big message to take away from the last several days is just stay. I mean, I don't know why anybody would want to go into the state of Ohio, but now if, uh, all evidence points to just avoid that state. It's a, it's a between the uh, Buckeyes and the Browns and otherwise, what, 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 what business do you have there? It better be important. <laughs> I don't know if we could uh, throw darts or uh, uh, when, no one's even allowed in our County. I don't think anymore, Dave, but, uh, but that's for uh, health reasons, I think. Um, yeah. Well, let's talk about some of this COVID stuff. Steelers, Browns, that line is six now, David. Opened like at three and a half, four, went up to four and a half. And then with the news yesterday that Coach Stefanski and two, I forgot, how did they word it? Major players ended up not being major players. It's not Baker. It's not Chubb. It's not Landry. But but uh, still well, substantial. No, I get it. it it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a big thing. And, and also, it's not the end. Anyway, that line is up to six. The Browns were caught drag racing. Two of them okay, were cited okay, for okay. drag racing yesterday. You have something on the show, and it just seems like they can't get out of their own way. Right? I have a lot of thoughts on the drag racing. I, As a Steelers fan, Dave, I want to know how you feel about the COVID stuff. I feel like in the playoffs, if your head coach is out, maybe you there's a possibility you push a game because I think this is when it starts to feel more asterisky. It's like, okay, well, is this when it's going to actually – are we going to look back and be like, oh, that was a fair – season they had a fair shake when Kevin Stefanski is out with the virus like I to me it seems like the you know not integrity of the game because I think that's garbage but like integrity of the season in terms of making it as fair as you can in a global pandemic maybe you think about waiting I don't but I don't what do you think I don't know I mean, I, I just don't know. I keep hearing about the the league saying that as of now, they're not going to move this game or but move it to where? Like where right. where where you can only and move let, it to t- Tuesday at the latest, right? Yeah, they can't, yeah, they yeah, can't really. Right. We'll talk this. about talk about integrity going forward of it. You know, the, yeah, I'm I'm with Charlotte too. We should choose a better word than integrity of the game, but right. it sounds it's self righteous or something. It's a, the the language yeah. of uh, the people who reside up on Mount Pius, but oh. um, the um. I, I yeah like I I don't know where properly I don't if they moved it to Monday and it's a playoff game and then the Steelers would or, or Browns would have to turn around and play, talk about the uh, unfair yeah um I'm completely with you unless you delay the the week though and then the problem is beyond that again as we keep talking about as they keep kicking the can down the road and successfully I guess uh, to this point is um 
this assumes that this would be the last instance of it for the rest of January. Right, right. And so if of you course. start doing that, like, hey, we're going to we're just, no, guess what, teams? Point. We're taking the whole week off because mm. the Browns got COVID. So now we're just going to delay the whole playoffs. Like, well, then oh, isn't that going to open up other teams to go right. out sure. and bring it into there? So anyway, yeah. No, I, I just don't sucks. think you can. It sucks so much. <laughs> I mean, what what as bad as I, I, as bad as it is to not have your head coach, it's going to be even worse. It was one thing for the for the Broncos to have to play, a, you know, a, a practice squad wide receiver in an NFL game. If you had to do that in a, it really then would yeah. injure the 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 look of the whole playoff structure. But you know, um, I, I also think Kevin Stefanski, for the good of his profession needs to just uh, make sure that the team loses here. If they lose, if you don't need a head coach right. mm. on the field for a game, then why are they making so much money? Then like, <laughs> he's really well, going to He could they, remember when Hugh Freeze coached from the hospital bed. Well, that's one thing. Why can't they We'll get into that. But yes, you're right, Dave. There there are some games when Steve Kerr has back issues and can't make it to for the trip or whatever and Golden State wins by 30. It's like, "Oh, wow." And and even Steve Kerr himself like you barely need to coach this team, you know, but football seems different. Can you put him in a bubble, in an actual bubble on the sideline and let him coach? Could you could <laughs> he, could he do it from 77? Yeah, that's he theoretically could. I don't understand why what the purpose of that is. Is it incentivizing bad behavior? Is that why they don't want to create oh, man. to allow I guess I guess they They've determined that it's bad behavior. Yeah, but, but it, it if is the Browns win, doesn't he Wally? Isn't that Wally pipping the entire profession of coaching? No, because I think you could argue that he's set them up for success enough, or they know enough what to do. If this yeah. happened in week two, or and you know, like week two through four, and they just kept winning without him, it'd be like oh, okay. But I feel like it, you know, into the playoffs, if you you could say that he's already ingrained something in the team where they've. You know, he set them up for success enough that I think one game, I don't think. He, also, don't you think could game was. plan half the first quarter right. or something. I, I don't know. I, I, it's tough. But would you have trouble with this guy coaching from home? Or is it such an advantage to have the uh, the TV broadcast? I don't know. It's, I mean, I guess that's the I mean, I, I'm sure I, I don't know why what what this, the, the measure is. I assume it's covid rules that it's bad that you, we can't have a guy like uh, like that on the sideline yeah. or or, you know, up in a booth no, but or they, whatever. They, they didn't they rule the Browns. Co wasn't a farmer couldn't coach from the sideline a few years. What, what, what was that whole thing? Like you, you can't. Oh, you can't. Yeah, is that, I was going to say, the is the there some competitive advantage that I think you there gain is. from having your laptop or what? I don't know mm. what yeah. would, would you have or you have a uh, a blue ribbon panel of uh, of ex head coaches surrounding you by Mike Shanahan. And you, and you, have, there you have offensive and, coaches in the booth and everything, right? Like they're, they're off yeah, somewhere else too. Like, I don't, I don't know. It, it, it's a little weird. Um, I'm surprised it, though, Sal, that, um, the, the line doesn't move more that, that, yeah. that it's only worth basically. So it went from, I think it was three and a half and it moved to five, right? Mm -hmm. Isn't that basically, wasn't that the reaction in point spread the, the I think that's a, what happened. A and point then, a half or two, you're losing a significant. I mean, I know it's not Baker Mayfield going down or Nick Chubb, but still, it's Joe Batonio, who's their best offensive lineman, and the Steelers' position of strength happens to be their defensive front. So, mm -hmm. and, and and the head coach. So that's only worth a point and a half or two. I think that we talk weird. about key numbers, and they don't want to move it to seven because then all the sharps will lay on the Browns. They're like, oh, seven is seven is a uh, seven is dear near and dear to you too. But seven points is a substantial number, so they raised it a point and a half. 
And then even then it only got bet up to six. And so there's no reason if people aren't betting the Browns right now, there's no reason to make it seven, right? Or betting the Steelers, right? So right now hmm. it stays at six. Um, Joel Solomon, again, he likes to joke with these things, but he, he's now texting me that tests on the rest of the Browns players came back negative this morning. The game is on for Sunday night. So it'll probably remain around six. But the bigger point I think here is, can the Browns have success? Maybe they just can't have success. Maybe this is just a joke. They get close. Dave, we have friends that sabotage themselves as soon as they get a whiff of success. And we won't mention names, but they kind of, they're like, oh, that, that's it. I, I can't I can't have it. And then they do something stupid. It's like, yeah, we're going to take that uh, development deal away from you or whatever it is. But um, is that what happens with the Browns? They haven't made the playoffs in 18 years. Can't win a, we, we can't win a playoff game. That would put us in a different uh, echelon there. It's a very interesting spot for the Browns because you see teams react uh, or, or play differently in the playoffs when it's like we have a devil-may-care attitude. The standard is lower in Cleveland than it is in, as for instance, Pittsburgh or Baltimore and then expand beyond just the AFC North teams. But, you know, the Ravens and Steelers, like it's going to be disappointing for either one of them if they're at minimum not playing in the in the conference title game. The Browns right. made the playoffs. Let's right. throw a parade, everybody. So, <laughs> you know, they, they're celebrating that lower bar of success, but also having that devil-may-care attitude, no one expects us. You're starting to get into this territory of no one outside this locker room believes in us, and that's when teams get right. dangerous, Sal. You know, you know that it is also kind of like it does have that vibe, though, of instead of it being a boat five, four or five years ago for the Giants, let's just put all these guys in a in in a drag race car because okay, this could okay, be the, okay, okay. the, the yeah, 2021 version of that. I have thoughts on this. The drag, okay, so yeah, oh, I'm okay. sorry. I just want to read the drag racing. Two Browns were caught drag racing. They were cited yesterday morning. Uh, Rashard Higgins posted on Twitter that his foot slipped in regard to the drag racing citation before deleting the tweet. He also posted that he was trying to get away from COVID, and then he deleted that tweet as well. See, this is what I mean. This makes you think they're really trying to sabotage no, a, no, no. Uh, a potential he, successful situation. here. Here's what I think. There, it was 9.30 in the morning. It mm -hmm. was 10 miles away from the stadium. It was two guys. They probably just pulled up next to each other at a stoplight and were like, oh, you're going to practice too, and started messing around. There mm -hmm. happened to be a cop there. I don't think it would like drag racing is a fancy way to say like racing your friend to practice. I think right. I think it's stupid that people are turning this into such a big deal because I would I would mess around like that. I would do something stupid like and the fact saying trying to get away from covid like just I feel like so many people are using dark humor this year and funny. then to, yeah. to get mad at a player for like doing that when I don't I just don't think it means anything. I think it's so funny that people are like, oh, they were drag race. It's not like they were out, you know, holding a right. rally with like 15 guys. It was two guys going to pray. It was 930 in the morning. Like, you know, whatever. Right. You're no fun, Wilder. I, I like no, to get it, I, I am fun. Get I'm saying that I'm fun, which is why I don't think you can get mad at this. It's if you get fun mad to at be this, outraged. I'm putting if you a get mad at this, you're not fun. <laughs> no, I'm, 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 I'm mostly joking here, but it does. It is weird when it all adds up. It's like, oh my God, the Browns are just not right. going to, they're just not going to get that. there. I'll give you that. They're not so. going to get there. Like what happens today? We'll find out something weird today here. Anyway, that number uh, ends at six. Dave, um, gun to your head. It's looking more like a Steelers 
blowout now. It's like, that's don't like, talk oh, yeah, like that. Makes... Why would you I say know, something I like that? Well, you know, don't do that. That's you know, dumb. That's like, uh, why, why, why put that on them? That's not Because fair. now it's like, oh, that makes sense. Yes, the Browns are just happy to All get right, there. I'm glad there. it makes sense for you. But let's not talk <laughs> about that. I, I'm, I'm more intrigued. I want to make a big call for you right now. Yeah. This is a, it's a, I, I have already told you. I know I, I don't want to spoiler alert um, Friday's extra points episode or minus three or anything oh. else. But I have two things I want to tell you. One, mm-hmm. Baltimore is winning that game and they're going to cover the points. Um, one at, in Nashville. One down to three on the road, giving a, it's a it's a rich three point favorite as a as. I know. A it was, I liked it at three and a half. So obviously I like it at three and um, and two and even bigger news. And people will say, oh, this is crazy. And, I, you know, but listen, I, I, I think I'm on record as as rooting for the Bills. Um, mm-hmm. The Colts are going to beat them. The Colts oh. are going to go. The Colts are going to go into Buffalo and vanquish um, the Bills here. That's I don't a, like that, it. Straight up. That's what's going to happen. I don't like it. I don't know. I, I guess might that, take, that's I might good take for the you. Colts to cover, but I don't think they're going to I don't think they're going to win. I think they get smoked. I really do. I'm up all over Buffalo at plus 750 to win the Super Bowl. I think there's value in there. I mean, 3 30-point wins in a row. Um, there's not anything to not like about. Look with the Colts. Your team was left for dead, Dave. They played a month of uh bad bad football. The Colts let them back in. The Colts had a 2014 lead last week against the Jaguars who had nothing to play for. Jaguars had the ball. They almost won. They take like half a game off. I get it on paper. Jonathan Taylor's your January back and everything. And defensively, they come up with big stops. But the way they're constructed just works in the 21st century. I know Phil, Mm. the reason people don't believe in them is because of Phil Rivers. That's, that is the issue with them. And of course, they're getting a got on the back end defensively too, which is why I don't like Tennessee. But so, uh, you know, paradoxically, I'm, I'm riding with the Colts here. But I really do like that. You know, it's funny. People couldn't see Derrick Henry come in and and vanquishing the Ravens a year ago. And now Mm. we're in the set. Well, look out for Derrick Henry, what he's going to do. That was last year. This year, it's Jonathan Taylor behind that offensive line. He's going to be able to bang up uh, that Bills defense, I think. I I, I don't think it's not Derrick Henry, though. I think think they're going to silence him. I think they're going to focus on that. Let let the Ravens, let their secondary – handle Ryan Taylor, uh, Ryan Tannehill. And that will be that story. That's why I'm taking the Ravens. I just, right. I, I, I keep saying it. I know, but I really like uh, the Ravens defense. They're we'll getting go, right. Uh, we'll get into this more on Friday. We're jumping back and forth. I, I would say you're right about the way Indianapolis is built, but I think they're going to be down 14, nothing. And then it's all Phil Rivers. So, um, I mean, if they get jumped like that, yeah. I mean, obviously that throws a lot of stuff out of the window. Yeah. I do want to say one thing very quickly. That recurring theme again from uh, from from your pal Dave is that all the conspiracy theories about the steel. What's wrong with Roethlisberger? He's got a bad elbow. He's gotten too old. He can't play anymore. I feel validated. I think I was right. I'm not positive, but I think I was right that he just decided at some point when they reached a certain point in the season, we're obviously going to make the playoffs. Um, we're going to have, we're very likely to have home field. Maybe they overestimated how safe they were and had to scratch and claw to get the division crown. But I think that at some point Roethlisberger was like, I am 38. I cannot take unlimited contact every game. We have, I just have to get rid of the ball, get me to the playoffs. And then I'm going to cut it loose. Witness how he played in that second half against the Colts. There's nothing wrong. He can still move. He still can throw the ball down the field. He still has, uh, uh, you know, 
one of the uh, one of the better whips going in pro football. And I just think he made a calculated choice and the organization yeah, rolled well, with him like, yeah, well, OK, we get you, Roethlisberger. You're our puncher's chance, especially without Devin Bush and Bud Dupree. We will win games largely because of what you do in January. So we're going to take a step back in the short term to have you as fresh and ready to roll as possible. But what else could and it I be? I think that's right. I mean, of, of course it's got to be that. I mean, maybe it's elbow not exactly knee. how you laid it out. But, well, the elbow did not miraculously come back to life in the fourth quarter against the Colts, right? So I think it has that's to my be point. something that's similar what was to saying. what you think. Like, But the question is whether he was holding them back or the coaching staff was holding them back, right? It might have been both. But one uh because of it. But um, yeah, it has to be that. I mean, I'm interested to see where the Steelers offense does it pick up where it left off against uh, the Colts. Um, one more thing. I mean, we can go over all these games. We'll hit them uh, Friday even harder. Rams, Seahawks. Seahawks are three and a half point favorite. We have to see this again a third time now for wild card weekend. Um, Sean McVay will not reveal who the quarterback is. Is it Walford, John Walford, or is it Jared Goff? I mean, he's very revealing. We saw him in Hard Knocks. He revealed those nipples. He had no problem, right, taking his shirt off. But he won't tell us on a Wednesday who the quarterback is. That's how he's going to do it. He In a press conference, he's going to write the starter <laughs> on his chest his and take his shirt off. Anything is good. But I think if you're a Rams fan or a Rams backer, I think we can cut the crap with the, yeah, we want the John Walford in there. You want Jared Goff in there. You just do. The guy's taking them to a Super Bowl. You don't want to have to worry about He did fine, Walford, last week. He beat the Cardinals, a game they needed to win. They didn't really have it in hand until the fourth quarter, but you can't blame him. He did fine. You don't want to deal with one quarter, a half of butterflies, which these rookie quarterbacks or these young quarterbacks would have to go through. Put Jared Goff in there. He didn't light it up in the Super Bowl against the Patriots, but he's got playoff experience. Obviously, you know the ceiling and the uh, and the what's the other part? The basement of uh, what his numbers might what's uh, provide. What's the other part? Hold on, Eddie Murphy, you're in the basement, right? Eddie Spaghetti. I, I can't figure it out. Um, Jared Goff's your guy if he can go. Am I right? I hear obviously what you're saying. If you are uh, one, they're not going to the Super Bowl with with Jared Goff. It, it now feels like it felt like maybe six eight weeks ago. Like wow, I think we're ignoring with what Cam Akers is doing, and if Whitworth comes back and as good as the defense, there is a ceiling on them. And his name is Jared Goff. And uh, in some weird way, ironically, now you want to protect that fact uh, going into this off season. Um because you've you overcommitted to him and now you open yourself if Jared Goff goes out there especially a diminished Jared Goff with the JPP hand trying to win you a playoff game i think that i, I you know it it buys Jared Goff an off season of a la- a little less scrutiny, but I guess that's playoffs. unavoidable. You got to try point. to win. You no, can't I know, say they're I not winning. At, at some point, when you get to the playoffs, you can't be like, ah, they're not winning the Super Bowl. You're, no, I few, know. You're few right. games I, away. I'm just He's trying to make gonna... sense of it. Like what, where my mindset would be if I were a Rams fan right now, I would be like, you know, just start uh, Jared. I know, but he doesn't give you, you the best chance him. to win. I get. No, you're right. I know you're right. Certainly, I think he won't golf. Yeah. You know what you're getting with him, and I, I get it. You got Aaron Rodgers you have to get by. You have Russell Wilson. He's not going to raise his level to those, but goddamn, neither is John Wolford. I just know he's not. Put Goff in there. Stop Stop with this nonsense if he's ready to go. Um, oh, I just, I'm just saying yeah. that if you're, if you're the Rams, if, as an organization, and, and again, after oh, the last few days of uh, the mm-hmm. way the Eagles played Week 17 and all that kind of stuff, 
if you're an organization and you transcend just the upcoming 60 minutes, I, I, I guess you follow my point on that. Yeah, that I it's do. just kind of I, a, it's just it's just a bad look if you uh, this guy who's making all this coin for you and, I mean even without a bum hand but now he has the bum hand he goes out there and stinks it up. It's it, it's just an embarrassment. I'm not saying that that will be what Sean how Sean McVay makes the decision. I'm just saying coming out of that game if it's Wolford who loses it it you at least have a ready-made excuse for the offseason yeah. as opposed to, you know, like, yeah, yeah, you're right. Golf stinks. Golf is, uh, backup, golf is though, what limits us. The backup kind of has to blow you away. and eh, Not even blow you away. Like Marcus Mariota did in that one game he came in, right? That was a Thursday night game against the Chargers. Uh, or like Fitzmagic does every time they put him in. I, I think you need to see a performance like that. Who is? You're... Who is? Because I, that's overstated from coaches that like, well, the guy's not in our system and he doesn't know our culture and he doesn't know our uh, our our plays, our, our practical playbook for the upcoming week. But we've also seen guys walk in off the street and get thrown in there and do decently, especially yeah, like Mark if, Wahlberg. <laughs> Mark, yeah, with, uh, a, yeah. <laughs> with, you know, like, I mean, especially in the age of like the, the guy can talk in your ear until the 15th second mark. You can kind of work your way around that. Who is on the street right now that would be better than than this guy? Then, uh, as I've named him, Grayson Cunningham, Jim Cunningham's even hipper younger brother. Oh. Um, who Ma- who is there? Anyone out there that's kind of like, yeah, I think I would trust him. Kurt Warner told me just five years ago. This is only five years ago. He's relatively old. He's like, oh yeah, I'm better than 15 of the starting QBs in the league. That might be mm. a little aggressive, but could you get like? Would you rather have Jay Cutler play than Wolford? I kind of would. Well, what are you talking about? On no, on I'm no. I'm talking no? about this week. Are you serious? I, I'm saying you like would to, rather have Jay Cutler in for I, the Rams. Than- I'm saying if I'm Sean McVay and I'm like, Jesus, I mean, we we can't run that kid out there. This is a playoff game against the playoff. So we can't do that. Like, who's out there? Who's not get me, Jay get Cutler? Me, get me my phone book of quarterbacks. Who could we get out there? I don't know. I'm just spitballing. My, my answer is different. If the game is in three weeks, but if it's you know, in three days or four days. Is there uh, anyone? None, none of these reasonable? guys. Reasonable? Uh, I don't think so. They're, they're, Kaepernick, you, but we're not, you know, that's the whole thing. <clears throat> I, ooh, we have, we ooh, haven't seen Eli Manning. Eli Manning. Wouldn't you rather have Eli? No, than this not in four days. I think there's something to taking reps with the first team and all that stuff. I would rather, I would, I would play Jared Goff. And then if I couldn't play him, I would play my backup. I wouldn't take a guy off the street. Yeah, I, I kind of, I think Unless it's it was Mark Wahlberg, as I've said. I think it's tough. If it's week nine I'm just and you're be- making a playoff run and you want somebody for the playoffs, then, then it's different. But I'm just being dumb, but I also do think <laughs> I just I like playing those kind of games. And I do think that that guy is bad enough, Wolford, that there's got to be somebody on the street that you could plug in there and give you a better chance of winning well, this week. I don't know. I don't know. But if you have Jared Goff, put him in a healthy Jared Goff that could Cam Newton one playoff games <laughs> play up Cam Newton. Hey, guys, the playoffs six games this weekend. God bless him. Ooh, Joel, Joel throws out what an intriguing that? option. Dwayne Haskins. That's the correct answer. <laughs> well, I, you la- laugh. There you go. Yeah, that's right. Dwayne Haskins is the correct answer. Thank you. Let Joel. me tell you I something. would definitely rather have Dwayne Haskins than this guy with the you hipster would? mustache. A hundred percent. What Why? are you crazy? Compare their numbers. I bet I bet Wolford's better. Very few numbers he's better than, but that Dwayne Haskins is one of them, I would well, think. Well, haven't we agreed that Adam Gase is the reason that uh, these QBs stink? If you put Sean McVay <clears> in his ears instead of uh, uh, the Washington's offense, isn't it likely that he's going to be a little bit... I don't I, know. What are we talking about? This is a dumb conversation. It's not, Joel, it's not going to happen. Don't derail. Don't derail the podcast here. <laughs> what is going to happen is you're going to go to FanDuel Andrew right Luck. now. Andrew Luck. Shut up. You're going to go to FanDuel <laughs> right now. 
and you're going to get 25 to 1 odds boost on any team to win. That means you don't really have to worry about who's quarterback. Any team to win, 25 to 1 odds during the wild card round. That's right, 25 to 1, any team, any playoff game this weekend. Who would you take at 25 to 1? And at this point, you take the COVID Browns. Who cares who you're taking, right? Imagine taking Tampa Bay over the Washington team and you get 25 to 1 odds. You're not Pretty gonna good. Better. You're not going to do better than that. Don't Pretty miss out good. on this exclusive offer. I've been betting on football, FanDuel all year long. It doesn't get better than this. Tampa Bay, who's another favorite? Dave, you could take uh, you could take the Ravens at 25 to 1. My God. I, love, I, I mean, that's that's the correct pick. Ten bucks down gets you two fifty. Just don't download the FanDuel Sportsbook. I take the app. Bills. That's a good one too. Why not? Promo code extra points so they know we sent you FanDuel Sportsbook promo code extra points twenty five to one odds. When I was going to, I would have killed for something like this when I was going to college, scrounging for meals. I got twenty five to one odds. I don't have to worry where my next uh, lunch goes from. Um, hey, Hall of Fame, Dave. I know you like this stuff. We have some first ballot Hall of Famers uh, who was uh, now four players combined 33 Pro Bowl appearances in their career. Peyton Manning, Charles Woodson, Calvin Johnson, Jared Allen, all Hall of Fame class of 2021 finalists. There are 15 finalists. These four get in, right? As many as five will get in. I think these four get in, Correct. I guess, you know, I'm a little, I'm vaguely resentful always of the guys like Calvin Johnson who were um, oh, anointed. Why? Uh, because guys who didn't do anything yet. Again, this is the, the, the thing that I don't like is the self-validating of people who have some influence on what is upcoming still. It's the same thing as like preseason college football polls. Human people, uh, human beings are incented to self-validate. So if they put a team number one, but then they lose their first game, they're like, yeah, but let's keep them around. That kind of logic. Calvin Johnson was anointed a Hall of Famer before he ever played a pro football game. And it took him a while. And yeah, he's a Hall of Famer ultimately, but he it, it it's not like he was so prohibitively dominant during his career. Um, he, he definitely had a, a, a an all-time great stretch. But anyway, yes, fine. No, Calvin you talk to go, the cornerbacks. The they say he was virtually uncoverable, right? Yeah. True, and they, but he, he put true. put the numbers up there. True, but I also, <laughs> I, and, and that's perhaps the best measure of all. But yeah. Torrey Holt is a weirdly outstanding name that every time I see it, I'm like, Torrey Holt, how is he not in the Hall of Fame? It's really? crazy. Talk about the guy. Talk about talk to his peer group, uh, the guys that were playing against Torrey Holt in his prime. Ask them who the best receiver in football was. It's crazy that Torrey Holt's not in the Hall of Fame. Just rando name, though, that is also weird that's not in the Hall of Fame when you check his numbers is Ricky Waters. He was great. The thing people remember about him is that he alligator-armed a ball in Philadelphia, but look right. what he did in Seattle, Philly, and San Francisco. He was mm. dominant everywhere he went. It's very strange. The numbers make him a Hall of Famer. So what's the the holdout on that one? If you don't <laughs> well, know, well, we could go Ricky through the Waters history. Yes, yes, there have been snubs along the way, but let's let's focus on these fifteen names. If you, I think those four get in. Jared Allen was in one of the Jackass movies. For God's sakes, he needs to get in. I think he's those also four really get good in. at golf. Do you? Get, yeah, he's very good at golf. If is there a fifth? Ronde Reggie Barber. Wayne. Reggie Ronde Wayne Barber, has to go. Tony Bazzelli, Leroy Butler, Alan Fanica, Tory Holt, the aforementioned. John Lynch, uh, Clay Matthews Jr., Sam Mills, Richard Seymour, 
Zach Thomas, and Reggie Wayne. You think Reggie Lambo Wayne? Leaper, Lambo Leaper, <clears throat> Leroy Butler belongs in the Hall of Fame based on uh, on how he was measured with postseason awards and obviously mm-hmm. the success uh, that that he was a part of belongs in there. But Reggie Wayne, I'll stand up for because, again, a major um, difference between a lot of the guys that are in the conversation for who's the best quarterback of all time. A, a big cut point is who did they play with? As I always will point out, John Elway until at least the late stages of his career and Dan Marino for the entirety <clears throat> of his career. Those guys weren't thrown to anybody. Peyton Manning really benefited, and it was not random. He willed that to happen as, as he started to get more and more influence, as the guys in the building will tell you, um, that that's how they constructed the team. He had to be surrounded by great talent, whether it was Marshall Falk early to Edge James and then mm. Marvin Harrison and Reggie Wayne, and then he moves to Denver for the next stage, and he was loaded with talent there as well. Reggie Wayne is a little slept on because of Marvin Harrison and who's you know who's the... Um, who's the, the passenger and who's receiver, the driver? But Reggie yeah. Wayne was dominant throughout. He's not a splashy. All right, so you have but he's one to be in the you hall. Have Tory Holt or Reggie Wayne for that fifth? I'm spot. going. I'm going Reggie Wayne because I'm trying to manage the glut at the position. We we okay. must as the manager at in Canton. I must attend to business, and we got to get Tory Holt and Reggie Wayne in there. And in fact, I would even say they have to go in before you put Calvin Johnson in. Oh, come really on. That's crazy. That's crazy. You're talking. No, there's no way. There's no way. Numbers wise or t- talk about presence and everything else. And you want to put Matt. Presence is one thing. No, your presence is one thing. Well, uh, the numbers, numbers are pre- different. Reggie well, Wayne's numbers are better. I, not- without looking. Without yeah. looking, I'm going to say that he had he has better numbers. He also has a first ballot Hall of Famer throwing to him. So you could say whatever you want. Who needs who? But uh, that has to account for something. Um, Touche. Right. Touche. Charlotte, do you have a fifth? Mm, let's go Reggie Wayne. You know, why not? You know not? what? It's only the four that were listed. Two Sorry, things. Dave. Two- Reggie uh- Wayne, Tori Holt. They could wait a little. John Lynch has been on for eight years. No, no. I'm saying no across the board. I know people make a case for Tony Baselli. No. Yeah, well, that's what I was just going to say. As I say, I'm not so pretentious that I pretend that I know who leans good. The offensive linemen, though, who if you talk to them, who do understand it, I mean, Mm -hmm. to them, Tony Baselli is borderline God. They think he's the greatest. And it's weird because he didn't play very long, and yet they still will say, he still is as good a left tackle ever. I mean, they'll they'll go on and on with all their measurements for for why he's so good. So fine, but also Alan Fanica. Um, is that guy too? So I guess, right. but I, I just can't weigh in on offensive linemen. So I'll just defer to to everybody else on that one. There you go. All but right, I think you're right. So who's your guy then? So who'd you no, say? No, I say no. It was a trick question. There's oh, only just the four. nobody. Nobody gets no, in. It's only just four. the four. I, I like. I, I think it gets it gets watered down. I'm I'm fine with those four. Before '69 got saturated. Whoa, uh, Dave. Whoa, Dave. Dave. Jared, a family podcast. I think Jared Allen. I think Jared Allen deserves. I mean, like before every wiseacre in high school foot on a high school football team threw '69 on. Jared Allen was the OG for that. That's and true. For that he deserves an award. I agree. I hope he brings that up in his speech too. Thank you. Thank you. He also, speech. he also, I've talked to him about this. He sits up in trees and drops uh, and drops spears down on the beasts. Like, whoa, that's weird behavior. You know, think Calvin Johnson could do that. I think he can. He could that's, catch it. Is the, a little weird. You know, <laughs> I see Peyton with a crossbow. Oh yeah. <laughs> From an airplane. Yeah. Um, Jerry NHL Jones's helicopter. <laughs> hockey starts next week. Uh, U.S. junior hockey team beat the Canadians two nothing yesterday. That's a big win. Sorry about that, Bonetta. Uh, 
But the big news in the NHL is they're having sponsored divisions. Dave, I know you're not going to like this. No, you know. If you've the seen Scotia where the- North Division, the Honda mm. West Division, the Discover <laughs> NHL Central Division, and the Mass Mutual NHL East Division. Now, I'm sorry, that's good. Mass you, Mutual you like NHL. Mass Mutual? Are you kidding? That's a that's an amazing name. That's the a Mass Mutual. That's a bank NHL in Massachusetts. East. That is the mo- That is the lamest, most beautiful sports thing terrible. I've ever heard. This is terrible. I know what you're gonna say, Dave. You don't like you like the original divisions, and as soon as they change that, you didn't care. But we're getting into dangerous territory here. I, think. I agree. Listen, I see where this is headed. I can't, you know, I have to pick my battles. I can't rage against. You've seen the. If you ever watch European hockey, it's especially it's with the nature of the uniforms like basketball. There's only so much uh, surface area to blanket them in ads. But the hockey players in Europe look just ridiculous. I mean, they just look. Yeah, they, they look that's like what we're heading towards. I well, know. First of all, for, hold what on. am I going to do? I, it's I, yeah, I agree. Well, what are you going to do? Maybe we spaghetti can't do anything. Spaghetti and I can't do anything about it. There's nothing. I didn't know they, <laughs> they were so crippled financially that they have to do this. I mean, this is for it'll go divisions first. And then it'll go teams, and then the players will have to sell their names. But you're yeah, gonna it'll have... be Mass Mutual Dano Chara. Yeah. Oh, the Penguins. The Penguins announced that they're wearing a, a PPG sticker on it's, their helmets. Uh, where, I mean, it's wearing going is that way. one thing. Where they're not. It'll be get the guaranteed like, rates. NBA, right? They're gonna have the ads on their uniforms. But if you're forced to call the Boston Bruins, the Bank of America Bruins, or the 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 Minute Maid Maple Leafs, it would be the Duncan Bruins. <laughs> Yeah, the Dunkin' Donuts Bruins. I'd be okay with that. I'd be I was okay going for the alliteration, but this will be, this is not good. Isn't not that what Shivas is? I don't know enough about it. Isn't that what, uh, in soccer, isn't the, aren't the Shivas teams, isn't that a brand? Or I think I, so. Well, there was a dumb. Red Bull, right? The Red Bulls. Yeah, all the New York stuff. Red Bulls. All yeah, it all stuff. stinks. I mean, I New hate Jersey? it. But I also hate, too, and you're right, I do hate that, so the Gary Bettman or whomever, whatever it was, uh, 10, 15 years ago, was like, hockey's not relatable because we have divisions called the Patrick and the Smythe. And so we mm-hmm. have to make it more uh, relatable. So let's just go Eastern Conference and uh, and uh, Metropolitan Division. Like, oh, now I'm interested in hockey. I think I'll check it out. It's the most absurd logic I've heard since uh, right. people might be inspired by the Washington Bullets. Like, I'm not interested in gunplay, but... My basketball team is named Bullets. Right. I think I'm going to go get a Glock now. Is the is the dumbest uh, leap um, that there is. I've, I I I I don't want to live in the rearview mirror. I want to yeah. I want to move forward, and that's why I want to go back to the future a little bit by honoring some legends. Instead of these things, let's go Lemieux Division. Let's go Orr Division. Let's go Gordy Howe Division, and then I don't care if you pick the fourth mm. legend that you want. I don't get Messier, Crosby, McDavid. This is Gret- tough. Gretzky had some big years. I mean, Dwayne, whoever you Dwayne want. Dwayne Haskins, maybe. Yeah. Dwayne Haskins, oh, right. Man, Sam Sam Bradford. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's it's crazy. What are we going to do? Nothing we can do about it. Jake I, I can't believe there's nothing anyone could do about it. And they have to put a stop to it at some point. I get it. It's it's money. It fuels all these so, leagues and everything. But he, something I don't understand is, isn't there so much money <laughs> Well, now you that that's political, like, now that the latest political, so- yeah, where this political, all the election season is is now, I think, officially once and for all wrapped never up. Never official, where they gonna- never, ever I official. just feel like there are all these rich where- people where I'm yeah, like, why can't right. all the rich people just like give money to make the yeah. movies and, you know, make sure that the sports keep going and like give everybody health care. Like, Step what, up, what, rich people. You know, Maybe that the is the new answer. You may be right. Maybe there it should just be like, listen, who, who Did are you I just describe here? socialism? <laughs> 
<laughs> now, maybe yes, you're did. right, though. Maybe you're right, though. That It's like, listen, the new measure is if you want to buy a sports franchise, like, do you have enough money that you don't right. have to do this pathetic thing? Because that's embarrassing. Exactly. And then, it, and then it's a way of shaming the teams that don't have enough money. It's like, look at you. How pathetic. That's what you're wearing. You're wearing a big Burger King on your jersey. Like, how disgraceful. You know, like, imagine, I think what's, it, what's and it sucks. And it's going to suck to the ear, too, because I think if the broadcasters, if you're watching SportsCenter and you see like, you know, the 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 Penguins are in first and the Mass Mutual NHL East of it, if you hear that, that's going to drive it. you crazy. You talk about burning calories, wasting seconds of your life. Um, that Yeah, that's bad. That's bad. The Mass I Mutual agree. NHL East Division, we're going to have to hear that over and over. And it's going to be a real thing. No you know, it's going to be the worst. Yeah. Is when we get used to it. When it feels normal. That's what happens. That's what ends up happening. The mm -hmm. Weed Whacker Bowl was was funny until it was just like, oh, yeah, it's the Weed Whacker Bowl. We're going yeah. to that one. Oh, yeah. They'll name so, it after dating apps, the Bumble Division, the J-Date Division. Oh, my God. Oh, that the would be um, the on. Farmers Only Division. <laughs> the, Ray, the, the Ray Lewis MVP Trophy <laughs> Division. That's really dumb. That doesn't make any sense. We have a lot of renaming to do. We have a lot of renaming that has to go away. I think we covered a lot in this hour. Um Charlotte, what's going on with you? You're at the Wilder Things. I am. I'm at the Wilder Things, and we have a very cool thing happening um, on tonight and tomorrow. Uh, Mark Titus and I for the People Sports Podcast are um, hosting an NFL on Fox awards ceremony, oh. which will be on TV. If you can believe it. Nice. Um, on FS one tomorrow after college football game that I can't remember, which I really should have written down. This and is then a great on, promo for that. Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> and then, and then on Friday at five 30 Eastern, it'll be on FS one. Um, and yeah, it'll be really fun. I'm psyched about that. So as always, I'm at the wilder things and, um, It'll also be live streamed. So are your are they your awards or who, who's giving the awards? Um, we've got uh, you know, Ake, Troy Aikman's giving some awards. We've oh. got um a few players accepting them, which mm -hmm. should be fun. Um, but are they fun? Are they are they funny awards? Are they legit? A lot uh, of them are legit, and then Mark and I are giving out our own silly ones. Nice. Okay. Yeah. Can you tell so. us who's going to win the Bank of America Northeast Division Award, or is that that's a secret? Yes, that's Cam Newton. Okay, good. All right, that yeah. makes sense. That actually probably does make sense. All right, she's at the Wilder <laughs> Things. Dave, at Damashek on Twitter. You should you should have two final people, like only two finalists for the award, and they have them drag race to see who gets the award. <laughs> no, no, um, no. I, Mark and I have to drag race to decide uh, who wins. Perfect. I like perfect. it. Um, uh, minus three coming at you, obviously. Big, uh, big uh, wild card round preview coming at you, plus uh, national title game, plus hockey season. Uh, tune in for that. We have a, a good guest lined up for you on minus three oh. coming at you this week. And also don't uh, don't miss uh, History of Swear Words on Netflix. I watched uh, the episode about the letter, the uh, the F word, and it was uh, very entertaining, as I expected. Oh, let's watch that on Netflix, right? Just out this week. Yes, just uh, just went up there yesterday. Can't wait. By the way, Dave, I don't want to. That's a that's a television plus. I don't want to get you uh, leave on a downer. But Caillou is canceled. What? Caillou Don't people is canceled. hate Caillou? People do hate Caillou. Apparently, some people hate him enough that he's off PBS Kids. Is it was it PBS Kids? He's gone. Well, well, Caillou and Sean McDermott were, couldn't be allowed to exist uh, <laughs> both on the planet Earth at the same time. It makes Caillou's sense. only hope now is to win Coach of the Year award. Right there. All right, <laughs> Dave's 
at Damashek. I'm at the cousin Sal. And I just want to remind you, even though you may feel like underdogs, please remember you're all my favorites. Question mark? <laughs> <laughs>